You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, Cordell. So we saw uh, a tale of two halves, if if, if you will, um, from the offense in the Tampa Bay game, the first ga- the first half they were terrible. I mean, they couldn't get anything going, um, and then in the second half, you know, I don't know, maybe some adjustments were actually made. Um, but you know, yeah. obviously there were some forceful things that happened. We, the loss of Mark Andrews, the loss of Rashad Bateman, forced the offense to be something different, and the difference in that was uh, really good to see something that, you know, I I think was necessary for this offense. Um, You were able to see Lamar spread the ball around. He looked much more confident, ironically, um, in the second half of that game in terms of making decisions. Um, You know, uh, guys were getting involved. Demarcus Robinson, of course, Devin DuVernay, you know, he was going to find his way back. And so Greg Roman went back to what he was doing with DuVernay against the Bengals game that had had some success. Not sure why we didn't see that again until the second half of um, the the Tampa game, but here we are. Okay, um, and so you know you're at a situation where it appears that Rashad Bateman will be out numerous weeks. We don't know how long, but Harbaugh said it was more than a tweak. Um, and Mark Andrews, while it doesn't appear to be serious, I'd have to assume it's very possible that he doesn't play Monday night which will force Lamar and company to continue to do what they did at the end of the Tampa game. My question though, is when those guys come back, Mark Andrews and Rashad Bateman, because essentially they're your two best offensive weapons on this football team in terms of skill players. How do you find a way to sustain what you did in the second half and, and incorporate those guys? Or is that even a, a sustainable type of situation? It Does it completely change when Mark Andrews comes onto the field? I, I think it definitely changes with Mark out there. It's Whether it's Lamar being locked in on Mark or 
Greg Roman specifically calling plays that are intended for Mark to be the, the first read. Um, it's just, I have to see it to believe it, to see them spread the ball around to these guys the way they did on Thursday night with Mark Andrews on the field. That's tough for me to imagine. I mean, they had 29 targets to everybody outside of Mark Andrews. And that was, that's, and, and, and that's unbelievable to see uh, specifically in the second half, considering he's not out there. I, I just don't know if that'll be the case if he is. Um, he just demands he's, he's everything for this offense. And I've questioned it for a while. I've wanted to see them do what we saw in the second half. I wanted to see more to Duvernay in the, in the red zone. I want to see uh, guys like Prochet being able to get looks. Isaiah Likely, who stepped in tremendously, looked almost like a Mark Andrews clone out there. You know, I, I, I want to see him involved more often, but – and I think it's a way for it to happen, even with Andrews on the field. Um, I just think it's on the Ravens and specifically Greg Roman to make it the emphasis to make sure that everybody else is engaged. It's just tough to be a receiver running routes out there over and over when you're not getting the ball. But you saw what happened when you do get these guys incorporated in the game early and often. Uh, it took a while. Like you said, it, uh, the only guy that was really there all game, I think, was Demarcus Robinson. Demarcus Robinson was – he was kind of Lamar's safety net the entire night. Um, but once Andrews was gone, you saw him have to rely on other guys. And he went eight for eight in, the, in that second half, uh, throwing two touchdowns. Like you said, it, he looked more comfortable in the second half when he was able to get everybody involved they have to find a way to force defenses to be honest. They have to find a way to put the type of stress on defenses that they did in the second half of that Bucks game, because if not, you become, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, they, they, everybody just knows what you're going to do. You know what I'm right. saying? You, you predictable, you, basically you predictable. Yeah. You become, you become extremely predictable. Um, and I think that's been their problems in the past, especially over the last couple of weeks when this offense has gone dry. I think it's because teams, it's it, we this offense, this pass offense isn't the most complex. Um, so on top of that, when you know where the ball is going to go, it's not the toughest thing to stop. Although Mark Andrews being as good as he is makes it as tough as it is. So I, I want to see the offense keep up what they did on the, in the second half. I'm just not over com overly confident that that'll be the case once 89 gets back on the field. Yeah, I mean, he's their best player by far, obviously. I, I think that any most people will pick Mark Andrews, particularly in a one-on-one -on -one matchup. Mark Andrews is going – look, I don't care if he gets bracketed. I mean, like, Mark Andrews is going to get – most of his touches he's he's that's just what it is he's going to beat most coverages and you know I do wonder you know how much of it is like you I, I believe that Mark Andrews is a guy that runs a lot of option routes in that offense and that's fine um especially if you and your quarterback are on the same page and understanding where you should be and in, in terms of that but 
my problem is pinpointing on a guy like that. I, I think it's unnecessary when you have other skill players that do good things on this football team. And you learn that in the second half. I think that you, you mentioned making defenses playing honest. To me, the answer is simple. Start with some short and, and underneath routes and and make them play back and then when you're able to do that uh, when you're when you're making them come up excuse me when you're making them come up then you can throw the ball down the field it's not hard get the things that Lamar doesn't really love to do sometimes are going to be the things that he's going to have to do like he had to do in the second half of that football game and you know i just think that you have to find ways to make defenses think that that they don't that they know you and then they don't. And this is the perfect opportunity for that. You know, you saw plays where he threw the ball um in the flat to a Demarcus Robinson and it didn't look like he was getting a first down, but he found a way to get that first down in that Tampa game. Exactly. Things like that. You need those types of plays and an offense. I don't care if Mark Andrews is there or not. You need those types of plays. Everything can't be a home run. And Lots of times those areas are open because defenses see on film, Lamar ain't doing that. So Mm -hmm. what you need to start doing is that. And if it's not working, then you can try to find ways to move the ball down the field. But I I truly believe that the flat and the underneath passes are there for the taking and that you have to capitalize off of those things. I don't know what this offense is going to be like when Mark Andrews returns. It feels like they'll probably just go back to what they were doing. But to me, that's a combination of both Greg Roman and Lamar being too dependent Mm -hmm. on number 89 when you have other guys. Because we sit here and say, well, the Ravens need another wide receiver, which they do from a um, perspective of depth, which we've talked about too. We were blue in the face this whole summer about them needing more wide receivers. But it ain't because they don't have some talent there. We've seen guys have talent. DuVernay has talent. I bet we literally had uh, a segment talking about DuVernay potentially being extended this offseason. So we know that there's talent in the wide receiving group. Prochet, don't even know, you know, hey, what, what it is, what they want from him, you know. But he's there, you know what I'm saying? You got uh, – you got – Demarcus Robinson, use him. You know what I'm saying? And then, I mean, I don't know what you expect from Deshaun Jackson, but he's there. He's obviously a fast guy, and he will be really good in doing some type of wide receiver screens and and such. So my thing is, is that you have the ability to make certain plays. They're just not the plays that y'all want to do. Hey, do you want to win football games or not? Because if you want to win football football games, you got to sometimes just do the things that you don't want to do, which is – you know, throw the unsexy passes uh, two yards, three yards mm-hmm. in the front, and hopefully that that person gets some some you know yard some yak after the fact to get a first down. It's all about moving the chains. It's all about time of possession. Those things are are what they are. But I think Mark Andrews is such a dominant presence on the football field. It's almost like the the Ravens as a whole, from a coaching perspective, from a Lamar perspective, they're enamored with Mark Andrews, and they just feel like they gotta get the ball to him. And mm-hmm. I just you hope that they can find a way to distribute the love when Mark Andrews come back. I'm just not confident that that's what's going to happen once he returns. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to do's, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. I mean, and you look at a team like Kansas City. Travis Kelsey is just as good. You know what I'm saying? They could go that route and throw Travis Kelsey the ball 15 times in the game. But But you look at what makes them so dangerous is the fact that they force you to guard everybody out there. Everybody's an option. And I think that's the offense you got in the second half from the Ravens. But they have to show that they can be that type of offense uh, on a weekly basis, whether Mark Andrews is out there or not. And in a sense, it makes Andrews even more dangerous. I think you look at Kelsey, look at, you know, Kelsey is just so efficient out at what he does, you know, they want to get him the ball, but yet he still finds a way to get open, just like Mark Andrews, <clears throat> except the Chiefs don't just go to – it's not as predictable as the Ravens the way that they do it. It's just you don't know – you know they want to get it to Kelsey, but you don't know for a fact that it's going to go to Kelsey this play, whereas, <laughs> you know, in Baltimore, you, you know the ball's going to Andrews. So I, I think it's imperative for them to – to really keep everybody involved, really squeeze as much juice as they can out of that Devin DuVernay uh, situation because he's clearly a talent. Um, Isaiah Likely is a talent. I am kind of worried to see if the run game will be able to keep pace with no Gus and no JK. The run game really didn't get stirred up until Justice Hill was incorporated and now we're back to Kenyon Drake being kind of like the main guy uh, in that run game. And albeit he had a good game Thursday, but I think if you look at that second half, he was kind of able to get things. He had Gus to help him. Gus had seven carries um, in that game still, and he was able – you had Gus wearing the defense down, and then you had Drake being able to find the rhythm. I think the Ravens making it a mission to incorporate Justice Hill a little more than they do Right now, I, I truly believe it'll it'll go a long way in this offense. Absolutely, and 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 you know, listen, you got to utilize the guys that you have. This could be a, a blessing in disguise. I really hate to say stuff like that, right? Because you still want Mark Andrews out there. You still he's still the best player on the field. Rashad Bateman, you still want him out there because you know of his of his talents, but. When you're forced to do something different, sometimes that's what it work how how it works. Now I don't know how that's going to be incorporated mm-hmm. when those guys come back, but um, you know I'm interested to see how this continues to evolve without them on Monday night because we know that they won't be um, available. Well, the, I, I, we know Rashard Bateman won't be available. Has Harbaugh come out and said that that um, Andrews will Andrews not play? Uh, he he didn't soli- he didn't solidify that they wouldn't be out there. Um, he he said that it's still he, for for Andrews and Gus. It doesn't seem like either of theirs are going to be extremely serious. Um, but with the bye the week after, you know this Saints game, it wouldn't shock me if neither of those guys play. Got you. So, you know, here we go. <laughs> you know what I mean? And likely appears to be just fine in the role that, you know, he uh, in terms of stepping up um, to be the guy that Andrews um, not not saying that he's Andrews. I'm just saying that be, no. to be the guy that Andrews has been on the field. So we'll but see. You, you, you see some of the imitators out there like like a Michael Jackson imitator. And some of those dudes are like really good. They ain't Michael, but they really good. They like, oh, yeah, man, that's that true. Like Michael, like that's kind of <laughs> what Isaiah likely look, looks like when it comes to Mark Andrews. Like, no, it's not Mark Andrews. 
But you talk about somebody that's probably like really studied what Mark Andrews does and has tried to imitate him, and you'd be like, damn, that, if I didn't know better, I would have thought that was Mark Andrews. But th- I, I think that's the type of situation it is. You you really couldn't ask for a better situation to be in if you're going to lose Mark Andrews. I mean, to have likely sitting there, I I think it'll be a really good thing for this team. I absolutely agree with you. 